Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, April 26th. U.S. officials have been ramping up their rhetoric in terms of taking on Russia over its invasion of Ukraine. Does this represent a new phase of this war? There's been something interesting happening with the rhetoric coming out of high-level U.S. officials regarding Russia's invasion into Ukraine. As you know, for weeks now, President Biden and his administration have taken pains not to escalate this into some sort of new Cold War. Ukraine has benefited from this unified West and the support being given to the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian military that as Ukraine has been able to sort of keep Russia from achieving its stated goals at the outset, the question now becomes, does the U.S. see this as a new moment because of that to start amping up the rhetoric Against Russia, it certainly sounded like it when General Austin, President Biden's defense secretary, was in Poland yesterday. Give a listen to how he described what he sees as the dynamic in play right now. We want to see Russia uh, uh, weakened uh, to the degree that it can't uh, do the kinds of things that uh, it has done uh, in, in invading Ukraine. A weakened Russia was not the way President Biden had started out talking about this conflict. It was about unifying the West, keeping NATO together. It was about supporting Ukrainians. You'll remember all that talk about concerned about not implementing a no-fly zone because they didn't want it to be an escalated kind of event with another world power like Russia, nuclear power. There were lots of things like that where we saw Biden and his team trying to sort of circumscribe the U.S. involvement here so that this didn't blow up into World War III. You remember, in fact, Biden would use that term all the time to say the kinds of things he wasn't willing to do because he thought it might trigger World War III. But now, seeing a weakened Russia, well, that just was the stated goal of the defense secretary. In fact, today at a news conference in Germany, Secretary Austin was asked point blank, if Ukraine was becoming a proxy war between the U.S. and Russia, and he was clear to say it was not. This is clearly uh, Ukraine's fight, and Ukraine's uh, neighbors and, and allies and partners are, are stepping up to make sure that they, uh, they have what they need in order to be successful. Uh, the Ukrainians are there fighting to protect their sovereignty. I'll leave it to you to decide if that's a walk back, a clarification, or just a very specific answer to a specific question, that it is not. A proxy war. Because earlier today, General Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, was being interviewed by my colleague Jim Shudo on CNN. And he was not at all shy about making clear that the stakes here are much greater than just simply Ukraine's sovereignty. What's at stake is uh, the security of Europe. Uh, if there is no answer to this aggression, uh, if Russia gets away with this cost-free, uh, then so goes the so-called international order. And if that happens, then we're ending into an era of seriously increased instability. 
Milley also criticized Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov on Tuesday over his recent comments about the danger of a nuclear war, saying it was, quote, completely irresponsible for any senior leader of a nuclear power to start, quote, rattling a nuclear saber. That was in response to Lavrov saying on Monday, A nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. The danger is serious and real, and it should not be underestimated. Sort of leaving that potential fear out there for people that indeed some kind of nuclear fallout could be possible here. And this amped up rhetoric that we're hearing from U.S. officials concerning Russia is coming at the same time that the Biden administration has been adding hundreds of millions of dollars of requests for additional U.S. government spending on supporting Ukrainians, both sort of the government itself and the military operations in Ukraine. General Austin today took note that it's not just the United States stepping up its commitment, that part of the unified strategy that Biden put in place of keeping the West and NATO together is sort of paying dividends in seeing other partners step up its commitment. We don't have any time to waste. The briefings today laid out clearly why the coming weeks will be so crucial for Ukraine. So we've got to move at the speed of war. As for the U.S. continuing to support the Ukrainian effort, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was on Capitol Hill today testifying before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and he was asked about sort of how long it takes to get equipment into the hands of Ukrainians. I think we're, we're largely aligned in what they say they need and what we think we're able to, to provide. Uh, we're doing this very quickly. Um, in the past, it's taken from the time a president made a drawdown decision to getting equipment into the hands of the people who needed it weeks. Now, uh, often it's 72 hours. Given where we have seen this conflict go over the course of the last two and a half months, it is not unimaginable that it is going to last for some time more. No peace agreement seems to be anywhere near coming to fruition. And the evidence just continues to mount of Russian war crimes, of targeting civilians. And now we have stepped up rhetoric from some of the most senior U.S. officials about seeking out a way to emerge from this with a weakened Russia. That sounds like it could be a much longer-term commitment to achieving a goal like that than simply helping Ukraine maintain its sovereignty. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep Next Level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.